You're listening to Rocket Night. Hi, Cherise. This is Lester Chambers of the legendary Chambers Brothers. I'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for caring for musicians and letting the whole entire world know we rock at night. This is Sharice with Rock at Night, and we're here at the Saratoma Ranch Blues Festival on October 20... Is, what is today? 25th! Okay, on October 25th, so I know where I am on that. And I'm here with Annie Piper, who is a blues musician, and she's based in Florida, but you're from Australia originally? How the heck... How the, how the heck did you get over here and become a blues artist? So, uh, <laughs> good question. Uh, sometimes I wonder myself how it all happened. No, I, I guess it was through my involvement with uh, my U.S. record company at the time, Blues Leaf Records, who facilitated some uh, touring after the release of my 2013 album, Split Second. And uh, so I, you know, visited the United States and, and traveled through a couple of different areas. Um, I think on my or second or third trip back, uh, I met the man who is now my husband. And so I guess that had a lot to do with a permanent move to the United States uh, taking place. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly... Um, not easy to get over here and and work and so on there's a lot of red tape to go through uh, but yeah it's it's been fantastic and absolutely loving florida and the rest of this beautiful country that i've seen congratulations Thank you. i guess you just recently got married uh in california or in vegas, in vegas. Yeah. okay yeah so um so the two of you now tour around. What what's the story? And and you play the guitar, correct? Uh, I play bass guitar. You play bass guitar, and you sing, and he plays the drums. He doesn't. He doesn't play. He's not musical. Oh, he isn't. Don't isn't there? Don't you play? So you play by yourself, or I have a band with me. A band with you. Okay. Well, tell me about the band and how you got the band together. Okay, sure. I've got with me uh, Frank Hetzler on drums and Dave Curry on guitar, and they're also featured on my soon-to-be-released album, More Guitars Than Friends, which is coming out early 2016. We've we've just finished recording it, so it's really on my mind at the moment, as if you can't tell. Uh, so Dave is, let's see, he's got a bunch of claims to fame. He's, I know he's... Uh, performed with uh, Steppenwolf and Eddie Money and so he's got a lot of kind of rock um, 
you know, rock names in his background. And my drummer, Frank Hetzler, uh, was in the Navy band for a long time. So he did that as a touring musician for, uh, for the longest time. And I was lucky enough to, I suppose, meet up with them uh, early this year. Frank, Frank I, I met a little little bit earlier and then I started performing with Dave as well. So, But I, I guess we've been playing together for about 12 months now. Just met them locally by asking around on the Cocoa Beach scene, hey, who are the musicians to go to? And it's it's been a winning combination. Um, I, I really think the, the different energy that we all bring to the band uh, really works to make something very, very special with our chemistry. Do you all write music together or do you write music and then the, the band kind of you know, collaborates? How's, how's the process? Yeah, that's how it's it's been working. On on the new album, we've got three covers and seven originals, and it has been a process. Uh, I guess where I always start and present an idea to the band, but then we'll collaborate on that. And it's definitely been a joint effort. Uh, the songs that we've come up with, yeah, they're listed as co-writers. <laughs> when you were in Australia, were you a musician there too? Yes, absolutely. I've been. I was touring Australia for about ten years before I made the move to the United States. Have you always played the blues? Is, is that your favorite genre, or tell me how the, it all evolved playing the blues? I love the blues. It's. I first heard Paul Butterfield blues band playing Born in Chicago when I was fourteen, and I was hooked. Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan was a huge influence as well. I, I I really hate to be pigeonholed though I'm thinking that this album that I've just recorded might even be better described as Americana because there's a whole lot of blues but there's some jazz influencings, there's some country influencings. Uh, it's it's it kind of wrote itself, you know. <laughs> it's, um, so it's it's really not your straight ahead runka chunka 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 blues that you're going to hear on. It's it's definitely got a unique spin on it. Yeah. Well, I've listened to your recent EP, and most of it sounds kind of rockabilly, kind of fifties retro rock. So this one is going to sound more, like you said, Americana, more folksy. No, not really. I mean, there's some. Uh, I suppose I've just, uh, just in the past com- couple of months, and and listening to what other people are doing out there, I've become aware that I'm I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. There is something um, very unique about the sound and the songs, that it's not just straight ahead to old bar blues. So we're really trying to push the envelope. Now, do you tour regularly or you stay mostly on the east coast of Florida? I tour all the time. I tour as much as possible. Um, over the summertime, there was a seven-week nine and a half thousand miles of driving tour oh oh yeah um you know i i came straight back from that got married then went on the road again three weeks later and then came back to get in the studio so yeah i spend you know probably about 30 percent of the year 
on the road actually touring. So it, it, it's lovely to be back in Florida today. <laughs> do you play in Canada or do you ever go to Europe? Uh, at the moment, I'm a little bit um, constrained in that I, having just um, married an American, that with all that visa stuff, I can't actually leave the United States at the moment. So I'm kind of waiting on the green card to come through before I can go further afield. When did you discover you had a voice? I really like your voice. It's really pretty. I mean, were you a teenager and you just started singing? Um, no, I was always a bass guitarist first, that I was never fronting bands until I was 19 or 20. I guess uh, did it out of necessity, had to make my own band because there was no, no one playing the kind of music um, that I wanted to. It's, it's funny, I do get a lot of people focusing on the voice, just saying your voice is really really something special. Um, I, gosh, I remember being back at elementary school and singing for the other girls a couple of years old. Like, they were all making fun of me. They were just, you know, wanting to, oh, she's going to sing, she's going to give us a concert. You know, they're all just being mean. It took me a while to, like, work it out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> even back then I knew I had a unique voice, you know. They were going to pick me out of the playground to go, oh, she's going to sing and all, you know, sit there and... Even if it all, all was a big joke to them, then shit, gosh darn it, I had something even back then. <laughs> Do you listen to a lot of Motown too? Motown, yeah. Uh, yes, for the bass playing, I guess. You know, James Jameson, I've spent a lot of time uh, learning the bass lines and transcribing those. So, so from that point I'm familiar with Motown but not from the singing and songwriting point of view I guess yeah just sitting down and taking apart the, the bass studying it that way now let's talk about being a female in a male dominated world <laughs> I'm sure you've had quite a few experiences being a female bass player to begin with and also being just a female musician how have you been treated or any interesting stories because I obviously I'm a female and I'm interested in this um, I mean, there's certainly absolutely been the kinds of things that you would expect just random perverts um, is, is a big problem uh, and it's not you know, I mean, I get, I do get crazies um, giving me strange gifts and so on, like, and, um, you know, just, I mean, usually, sometimes it's harmless, like, you know, roses and cheap jewellery, but sometimes it's creepy poems and things like <laughs> um, I've had... And I, I've certainly been, you know, early in my career, I, I think there's, you know... You have to work a lot harder to gain credibility in the music industry. Uh, even, I mean, even today, like there's been, we did a gig in somewhere out in cowboy country and because I use a wireless bass system so you can't see that it's plugged into my amp. There was one guy in the crowd who absolutely refused to believe that I was actually playing the bass guitar. It was like, no, no, it's it's a recording. Look, you're not even plugged in. Or I, yeah, 
Um, so I actually I climbed off the stage and you know stopped playing and started playing and and actually got him to. He still didn't believe me, so I got his hand and put it on the strings so he could hear the noises it was making, and his face suddenly changed like. Yeah, so you I, you do even get that, you know, people don't even believe that you're actually really playing your instrument. It's um, crazy. So yeah, I've had it, had had it all. <laughs> it's, it's it's really hard getting credibility. I feel that being a female musician myself, because I play too, you're more scrutinized, definitely. Like you're right. The guys think, well, for a girl or for a girl, you play well. I do, absolutely, and I've been. Several times someone will come up to me at the end of the show and say, oh, you play that bass guitar like a man. And I don't know if it's meant to be a compliment, but I sure as heck don't take it that way. I think that's just really rude. As so you play like a man, like so a woman couldn't do a good job. That's, it, that's right out what they're saying. So that's, that's very frustrating. What do you do when you're not playing music? Do you have any hobbies or what do you like to do? Hot yoga. That is, I've been really intensely into that for close to five years now. I, I absolutely love it. That's, uh, I was working as a personal trainer in Australia. I've, my real jobs in the past have been school teacher, uh, Weight Watchers leader, and personal trainer. So I've had an interesting career, you know, before doing music full time. Um, and yeah, but my, my hobby absolutely is my yoga. I love it. It's what keeps me sane and grounded in this crazy, crazy industry. And, and yeah, sometimes it's just overwhelming to be always socializing with musicians and talking about music. And, and I, I really can't, I can't stand it. That's not what I want to do when I go home. I need to have a life separate from that. Namaste. <laughs> The music industry, how have you seen it change through the years? What kind of advice would you give to someone who's getting started in the music industry? Or do you even recommend being in the music industry? Because <laughs> I was going to say, don't. <laughs> no, look. Um, so, the most recent tours that I've done this year, uh, the, that's the first time I've ever made money from music. I've always had to, you know, work two jobs to sustain my career and keep it going. So it's, um, if you want, if you enjoy eating ketchup and sleeping in your car, then the music industry is a fulfilling and rewarding career. <laughs> um, I... I, I, I said no, I do not regret making this choice of career. Um, I have a 180 IQ and I could have done absolutely anything in this world that but I uh, this is my career path of choice because I wouldn't be happy doing anything else. So that's that's why I do it and it's a very 
Oh, look, it's a it's a hard road. It's it's lonely. It, it is unforgiving. It is yeah. It, it's been a, a definitely been a struggle. It hasn't been easy street getting here, but it's just the. You know, I, I enjoy being in the studio, but there is nothing like a day like today where you have people in your face uh, enjoying your music, being able to communicate those emotions and experiences to that. Yeah, it's there's nothing like it in the world, and I wouldn't I wouldn't swap it. Since you are a singer, is there anything that you do before you sing? Do you warm up, or do you do any kind of special treatments? you know drink tea or no I do nothing I have a can of Red Bull or Monster or something along those lines that I know is really bad for me when I should be having like a, a dandelion tea instead but no just a, an energy drink another coat of red lipstick and go okay anything that you would like people to know about you or any kind of message? Uh, I'm, I guess I'm very, very passionate about um, preventing child abuse in Australia. I spent a couple of years as a, a, an advocate or, or speaker, you know, an ambassador uh, for the children's charity, Christina's House of Hope. Their specialist mission uh, was actually to build a, you know, a safe haven uh, for victims and survivors of childhood sexual abuse and to be able to you know, get that out of somebody's family situation, give, give families a place to go if they needed to. Uh, so that's something that I really believe in uh, for, you know, for myself is I think it's really important to be responsible for the kids, not just your own, but the ones around the neighborhood, you know, just make sure you know what's going on and, and you know, don't, just don't turn a blind eye to things because it's so easy to do that and, uh, and and really you know it's it's something that impacts people for the rest of their lives uh, my first CD is called Jailbait and that song is all about a child molester so it's something that it's an issue that I'm personally really passionate about and just want to encourage other people in the community to, to care do they have a website or how can people look them up uh, so they're an Australian-based group. It's uh, Christina's House of Hope.org, I believe, is their website. I know there's a lot of groups in Florida. I think. Uh, oh, I know there's one in Florida that uh, their name escapes me now. I have to look them up because I know there's a couple of specific groups here in, in in Florida that do exactly that. I've seen them on the license plate and so on. So <laughs> there's on those. What part of Australia are you from? I'm from close to Sydney. Yeah. So I grew up in Sydney, um, lived in Wollongong for a long time, which is south of Sydney, but always on that east coast of Australia. There's quite a lot of people in Australia that follow us. Just You're listening to Rock at Night. Thanks for the intro melody. It's called Get On Down by Billy Bass Alford. Thanks.